It's true. What comes out of us does reflect what's really in us. Let's talk about it on today's episode of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. Uh, It's good to be together with you to study God's Word today. And looking forward to continuing on in Luke chapter 6. Today's passage is not a big one as far as number of verses, but I believe it uh, challenges us uh, to go introspective, to really look at our hearts and to evaluate um, the fruit of our living, um, to really take a close look at at those things that are coming out of our lives. Um, What is most present Um, in us that emerges from us that others see on a regular basis. Um, We all have bad days. Uh, There's no getting around that. There are just days where things don't go so well for us and when we're not um, our best selves and we're not on top of our game. Um, But there's a difference between uh, not uh, being on top of your game and having a corrupted heart that... um, has not reckoned with its need for God, uh, a heart that is um, uh, selfish, a heart that's greedy, a heart that lies and is untruthful, uh, dishonest in its ways. And um, a heart like that is a, is a heart that is um, uh, not on the road to transformation. That's a heart that is uh, stuck in its nature. Um, that's a heart that is just churning away uh, in the natural person, uh, not showing forth growth, not showing forth spiritual fruit. Um, that's just who we are apart from Jesus. So the measuring stick uh, for growth, as we mentioned yesterday in, in the teaching uh, from uh, Luke six thirty seven through 42, was what's the fruit we see growing in a person's life? And today Jesus addresses that. Today's passage is uh, about um, our fruit. And so we're going to take a close look at that. Um, It is something that's unavoidable. People see the fruit that emerges from our lives. And often we don't have the courage to speak forth what we see in our brothers and sisters in a consistent way. And I think we should cheer on that good growth uh, more consistently than we probably do. I think we should say, hey, I really... I really see a gift of hospitality in you. I see a gift of grace in you. I see a gift of mercy in you. I see, I see that you really love people and that you um, sacrifice your own comfort uh, to care for others. And I just want to cheer that on. I see Jesus in that. And I don't think we do a great job of that in the church. Um, uh, hopefully in your closest Christian relationships, you're getting some of that encouragement and feedback. But I think as a whole, the church can do a better job there. Um, I also think we get a little weak need when it comes to calling out bad fruit. Um, Sometimes we tolerate it too long. Sometimes we put up with it too much. And uh, I'm not sure Jesus would advise that. I'm not sure that's God-honoring when we let bad fruit um, take root in the church and stay put. Um, so let's uh, let's pray. We'll head into the passage and we'll see what the Spirit has for us today. Lord Jesus, we love you today. Um, you are the author and perfecter of our faith, Jesus. The Word says that if we look to you, if we lock eyes with you, Lord, uh, that when the storm comes, when the waves roll, 
uh, when the winds blow, um, you will see us through. You will steady the waters. You will calm the winds, and you'll see us through. Um, so Jesus, help us lock eyes with you today. Uh, whatever storms, many storms or um, emerging tsunamis are on the on the edge of our life, Lord, um, would you be Lord over those things? And would you calm us in the midst of the waves and the wind that we might see your hand at work, that we might see you, Jesus, and you only? Uh, we love you today, Lord, and we pray that your spirit would teach us from your word and that uh, it would bring about a good result in us so that good fruit would be growing on the trees, uh, the tree of our lives. And so we give you thanks, Lord. We are coming with open hearts and receptive spirits, and we want to learn and grow together in your word today. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, this is Luke chapter 6, verses 43 through 45. And these are also red letter words, so these are all teachings attributed to Jesus. And um, so we'll hear what Jesus has to say. No good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. That is a challenging teaching, my friends. Um, So he makes a couple of distinctions right out of the gate. He says there are good trees and there are bad trees. Good trees don't bear bad fruit and bad trees don't bear good fruit. (laughs) Trees bear the fruit that they're intended to produce. A good tree is going to bear good good fruit, and a bad tree is going to consistently bear bad fruit. Um, Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. Now, uh, Jesus really isn't talking about trees. Um, He's talking about lives. He's talking about people. And he says, each of us is recognized by our own fruit. Now, I'm not a fig tree, <laughs> but uh, if I was a fig tree, I hope that what people would find on on the branches of my life was uh, plump, ripe, um, uh, full, uh, healthy figs that can be picked and used for nourishment. And so I hope that whatever fruit is growing on my life would be Uh, noticeably good and usable fruit. Now that's spiritual fruit. We're talking about um, the the fruit of the Spirit in us. Uh, Paul speaks to that in Galatians chapter 5. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. You learned the Sunday school song. Uh, And so as Christians, we know to measure each person's life by the fruit. And um, now there's times when even a good fig tree is going to have a few branches with some bad fruit on it. And those are those anomalies in us, those inconsistencies in us, those places in us that still need a further touch from the Lord, where there's not good fruit grown yet on some of those branches. And that's true of all of our lives. Um, I wish I could say that as believers on the path of transformation with Jesus, that each of us is only bearing good fruit. Uh, We are still wrestling against this human flesh, wrestling against this um, human nature that we inherit at our birth. Uh, but the more we commit ourselves uh, to Christ-likeness, the more that we commit ourselves to a journey of transformation with Jesus, 
the more we can count on seeing good fruit growing on the tree of our life. And we praise God for that because it's not fruit that we're responsible for. All we are doing is, uh, with the Spirit's help, creating the conditions where God's uh, best work can be done. <laughs> we're just being open. We're, we're soil that's, uh, we've allowed God to till us to, uh, to clean the soil, um, to uh, filter out the rocks and the weeds and the things that would prevent his good work from taking root in us. Um, and Jesus says a good man brings good out of the good stored up in his heart. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Now, I want to focus our attention on that very thing. Um, our words <laughs> are perhaps uh, one of the strongest representations outwardly of what's really going on deep within our hearts. What we say is a reflection of our true heart. Um, sometimes as humans, we're we're careless with our words. We don't take the proper caution and care uh, with what we speak before we speak it. And at times uh, that can have a negative impact on someone that we're trying to communicate with. Um, and so our words are a reflection of our hearts. And if what's stored up in our hearts flows out with our words, that's a pretty good measuring stick for what's going on inside of us. Uh, we all have bad days. <laughs> we all have people that trigger us and, and situations that trigger us. And um, we take the reins back and we uh, take control. And often the result is not good. It's not productive and it's not fruitful. And uh, in those days, uh, we look to the Lord to teach us and we look to the Lord for the grace to forgive ourselves and to keep on journeying with Jesus. Um, but sometimes we're just careless and careless words can hurt. And when the hurt happens, we have, when the hurt comes, we have an opportunity, uh, to, uh, invite the Lord to instruct us on how to go back to that person we've wounded, um, and say, Lord, what would your heart inform me to do to make this right with them? And when the words that we speak reflect a heart that's in an angry place, a heart that is still <laughs> um, on its way to being transformed, a heart that's still got broken places, and it's true of all of us, um, Lord, what would you have me do to make it right? So that what comes out this time is a reflection of your heart and not the ugliness, the lingering ugliness of sin within me. And it's an opportunity. And usually that begins with owning the mistake and owning the thing that we've done that hurt the other person that we care about. And they may or may not be receptive to what we need or want to say. Um, but if we are following the Lord's promptings, I assure you that it will be hard for them to ignore the sincere effort to apologize, uh, the sincere owning of the mistake. Um, that's just a hard thing to overlook, even even when we're wounded, when someone we love or care about comes back to us and says, you know what, I blew it. I really screwed that up and I'm sorry. And I see that it has hurt you. And I want to own the fact that I've done something to hurt you. And I apologize. I'm sincerely sorry. Jesus told me what a stinkhead I was being and I needed to come to you. And so I'm trying to be obedient to him. And 
to uh, his spirit in me that's telling me I really made a mistake here. And I think uh, as hurt as someone can be, that's hard to <laughs> it's hard to ignore, particularly if they have a heart that looks like Jesus and if they really do love us. And so those kind of fractures don't have to lead to relationships that blow up. And far too often they do lead to relationships that blow up. And I think Jesus would say, hey, when, you're, when your flesh is on display and someone else's flesh is on display and things get ugly, uh, the way to stop that is to go to me first and say, Lord, what do I do? I really blew it here. I want to make this right. And that is the heart of Jesus, my friends. So we all have some work to do in this area, but I do challenge all of us to look at the fruit that's emerging in our lives. I challenge us further to have some guts and some courage and go to some friends that we love and say, hey, what do you see? What do you see growing on the tree of my life? And are there some branches where there's some real bad fruit growing that I need to address that maybe you could lovingly point out a few of those pieces of bad fruit? I'm open to hearing, but I'm trusting that you'll do it in love. And um, I think that'll be a good growing experience for all of us. And then our sweet Jesus will teach us too, and he'll reveal too. And usually he shows us after we've blown something up, a relationship or a friendship or a family relationship when we've said or done something in our flesh that's been hurtful. Uh, But the Lord is a faithful teacher, and our friends can be too when we know that they're walking with Jesus and they're committed to transformation and they're committed to growth in Christlikeness. And so don't be afraid to ask. Uh, Might be a real good thing for us if we go to our friends and say, hey, what do you see going on? All right, my friends. Well, God bless you today. It's real rainy and gray where I am, but I'm going to walk in the joy of the Lord because that is an ever-present reality for us as we uh, walk with Jesus. So have a great day, my friends, and we'll see you on Friday, and we'll close out the week together. God bless.